What's up, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of The Legion of Raw. I'm here with the former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, former WWE head writer Vince Russo. What's up, Doctor? How's it going, man? Oh, man, it's going all right, Doctor. These, uh, these shows, man. You know, Doctor, like, you got to. Listen, man, yeah. there is no question about it. Like, no question about it. You have to be a diehard fan of in-ring wrestling matches and nothing else to be a fan of this show. Because what, what they're doing now, Chris, like, th this is the new routine now. They just have matches that lead to other matches, that lead to other matches, that lead to other, that's that's all they're doing bro yeah. it's yeah. just match after match the match it either comes from an in-ring it either comes from the back mm -hmm. or it either comes from another match that is all they're doing for three hours but i gotta tell you man i'm watching this cody finn balor at the end and i'm like i hate to break the news to you guys in two weeks one when, when monday night football's on nobody's watching this match bro no nobody's watching this match yeah it's gonna be rough man <clears throat> vince uh when you were there 25 years ago um when i remember the attitude era and even before then and even a little bit after that too <clears throat> the big thing the big arc with every show was promoting the next pay-per-view today was nothing it was it was not it was just a bunch of matches it was no promotion of the next event so somehow we were supposed to just say this week without promoting anything after this is supposed to draw me to come to the next week the only thing that they did was spend so much time promoting wrestlemania that's the only thing that yeah. they had as far as promotion is concerned. chris this is a new thing and here's the difference back in the day we had casual fans <clears throat> today all we have are diehard fans yeah. so <clears throat> they're doing it with aew and the the event in wembley mm -hmm. Th that's the thing now bro these are such diehard fans they will watch anything. They don't need to know what the card is. We don't need to build up to any matches. This audience will watch 
whatever these wrestling companies put on. That's that's the difference, bro. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what really hurt tonight's show. I, I was struggling to stay up. It was it was rough. I think the biggest thing for me personally was there was nothing to look forward to. This this show tonight looked it, it promoted it promoted nothing for the future, and that's what really really jacked me up as far as interest in this show overall. And not only that, Chris, I swear the only thing I I don't want to say looking forward to because don't get me wrong, by no means was I looking forward to it, but I wanted to see another LA night promo, Mm -hmm. but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm watching this guy now I'm getting a feel for him. So I'm, I'm looking for an LA night promo coming off of last week. No LA night promo. Dude's not even on the show. Nope. He's not. Bro. They they have all over this show. I hate to break the news to the WWE bro. Listen, I'm not breaking any news to them. They they don't care about the casual fan base at all, bro. They have this judgment day all over the show every single week yes and bro guess what casual fans like me television viewers bro we don't care about any of these people mm-hmm. we don't care about any of them and they dominate the show each and every single week yeah yeah and it just doesn't feel like the flagship show man and that's what has been since uh, for the past 30 years but doesn't feel like it. Uh, speaking of Judgment Day, uh, we'll start the show with them cutting an Emory promo without Finn. J.D. McDonough interrupts and then Sami Zayn. This leads to a match between Sami Zayn and J.D. McDonough. Bro, Zayn wins. Remember I said, I, I don't even remember how long ago I said it, but I, I saw on SmackDown that Rey Mysterio is now the United States champion. Yes. Chris, how long ago on this show did I say, um, Austin theory will never get over. Oh, we've both been saying that. For okay. <laughs> in, in, in what, in what hemisphere is JD McDonough ever going to get over? Like, bro, let me tell you something. If this company could not get a Bobby Roode over mm. your chances of getting this JD McDonough, who looks like every single wrestler with, with an accent, when he comes out from the back, I, I I don't understand what what is it about this guy that they think he has literally a two percent chance of ever getting over. I think that's what they're trying to make him in the Judgment Day, and that's really all they have because <clears throat> Triple H probably you know gave him his blessing as far as going into the main roster, probably said a lot to Vince and trying to, you know, coerce or trying to, uh, I guess, persuade Vince to think that he's worth something. But at the same time, it's like, as we saw when he came to the main roster for weeks, it was just nothing. I mean, he was just, he was just nothing. A couple of backstage segments randomly attacked Dolph Ziggler. That really didn't lead anywhere. And now they're saying judgment day just because they're trying to find a spot for him. And here's the thing that I love, bro. This is how, like, just pathetic it is. So, Zane comes out and attacks McDonough to get retribution from last week. Yeah. 
but they never tell us why McDonough jumped Correct. Zane last week. Yeah, yeah. They, they like he he just randomly jumped him in the back. No reason, no explanation, no backstory, no nothing. So they can get to Zane now attacking him. And oh my god, oh bro, please don't tell me. Is is it is it a six-way next week? Is it an eight-way next week? Like what is it, man? I can't wait to see JD McDonough go in the ring. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Sad, man. Sad. Uh people are asking if there is a cash app. You know, you look, people are asking for super chat. People are Sports Kita, let me tell you something, man. Uh, I've been, people have been giving me updates. It should be here next week. But you have people, you have, we have supporters for this show, for the Leads in a Row, that people are asking to cash at us. So we need to get something together. I know one thing you can do is you can go on Facebook and you can buy stars. I know that you can still do that. That is still an option. So, for those who do want well, there, shoot, I mean, bro, if, if sports Keter ain't going to take it, I will. You guys, I just, uh, I, I'm going to put, I'm going to put guys. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to put my PayPal right here, bro. I'm going to put my PayPal right here in the room. Where, where do I, how do I write in this? I'm going to put my PayPal. You guys like this performance, man. Feel free. Here it is. Hey man. <laughs> Vince Russo two at AOL.com. Bro, sports <laughs> Vince Russo two at AOL.com. That's my PayPal, bro. Feel free to throw super stickers, donations, whatever you'd like. My guy. My guy, man. Look, yeah. I can't I can't uh um <laughs> protest that, man. Hey, I'm all about business. So um, uh, you got a you got a hotline. You got a you you got a hotline. They can call eight hundred or nine hundred. I got no eight hundred hotline. Just Vince Russo two at aol dot com, bro. That supports me and Russo's brand dot com and everybody on the brand. Yes, indeed. All right, we got uh, uh, backstage Adam Pierce and Chelsea Green interrupted by Katana Chance uh, and Caden Carter. Then all of a sudden, Piper Niven comes out and said, "Hey, I am your." <laughs> women's tag team champion so uh no auditions no nothing there you Chris, go Chris. i'm gonna tell you something a couple months ago um i was dming back and forth with piper ne nevin and i'll tell you why bro i could read between the lines of her tweets that she was in a very depressed state mm. Like, you know, any wrestler is that's sitting at home and you're waiting for the call to ring and they got no plans for you and you're second guessing what you did wrong and this, that, and the other thing. So we had a nice exchange back and forth for a little bit. So, bro, don't get me wrong. I am very happy for her. You know, I mean, it's unfortunate that, you know, Cecil B. DeMille had to get injured for her to get this spot, but I'm very happy for her. But this isn't the way you do do it chris so so anybody can claim a title at any time why didn't you just have like a woman's battle royal and the winner of the women's battle royal is the is the other half of the women's tag team champion why not it would have gave him another match because right that and it would have made it worth something it would put stakes yeah. to it it would have elevated the status of the championship in order for me to become one half of the women's championship I have to beat all these women because 
that's how important the status of the women's tag team championship is. But you've diminished it so much that you decide to have auditions and then all of a sudden someone just attack the number one contender tag team and say, well, it's me. Like, that's you could have made something out of this, but you made it look that much worse with this segment, man. And, and who, how is anyone supposed to take these titles seriously? I, I mean, I just want to ask the, you know, I just want to ask the uh, 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 simple question to all the WWE faithful. I'm going to ask you one simple question because I sat here and I watched this show for three hours tonight. Bro, can you really explain to me where the effort is? Where where was any effort whatsoever put in this three-hour show? Bro, do you know we used to agonize? Bro, it used to start Monday night. Mm. Bro, the show was over. Where in the car going to the hotel? That's where it started. Then, bro, we're getting up the next morning. We're sitting on the plane. We're talking to the show. As soon as we get back to Connecticut, we didn't go home. We went in the office. We're talking about the show. Wednesday morning, Ed Ferrara is coming over my house. We're talking about the show. Thursday, we're going to Vince's house. We're talking about the show. Friday, I am bringing the final show to Vince. We're talking about the show on the plane ride on the way to the venue. We're talking about the show. This is how every single week was. Mm -hmm. Where are they talking about this show, bro? Where, 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 where everything I explained that used to be the process. Where is that today? Well, you don't have, I mean, the, the, the writing staff is, you know, a bunch of fledgling comedians and, uh, you know, former actors at times, like it, it just like, there's just n- not a lot of, uh, a homegrown, you know, kind of in-house talent that has to do with this, these writings or people who it's not just a, a few man show anymore. You know I mean? There's like a dozen writers that, that you know that you have within shows every single week and it really makes it seem like it's just a clock in clock out business let's just write this real quick and clock out like it feel it doesn't feel authentic it feels contrived a lot of weeks because it does feel like a clock in clock out type of business now man and and that's and that's the problem you don't feel the heart and soul of some good episodic television like it used to be man it feels clock in clock out so yeah uh next we have um a backstage interview with cody rhodes uh you know you know one thing i did notice this week though and i'm telling i know that i I know that ww watches this show you know we we sports key that gets approved for media credentials and not everybody does uh people get denied all the time so uh that goes to show that there's something about us that's uh, uh moves the needle and causes interest because we help wwe when it comes to exposing uh and publishing publicizing their product so i know that they watch us and i know that i noticed this week that we have been talking about Cody Rhodes coming out every single week, cutting those promos. Did Cody cut a promo and ring this week? He did not. 
He did not. He did, he did not. not. Neither did he say his uh, phrase. Yeah, and 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 yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Chris, <laughs> what 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 do we come on here and say every single week? Here's what we say every single week, real simply. I'm going to sum it up in two words: do better. Yeah. That's all we say, bro. Do be- put let us see the effort because Chris, I'm not gonna come on here and lambast ideas, knowing, bro, that all ideas are subjective. Nobody understands that better than me. Some people loved what I wrote, some people hated it, bro, because we're all different. You never hear me come on here and lambast an idea. What you hear me come on here every week and say, where is the effort? Sure. At least show me that you're trying. Let me see some bad ideas. Because, Chris, we're not seeing bad ideas. We're seeing no ideas. None. Zero, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm with with you on that, man. I'd rather... Um, I'd rather, I'd rather be wrong and try than to be just completely ineffective. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Some of, some of my stuff didn't work, but bro, I always vowed I was not going to repeat the same thing over and over and over again. Just like Chris said, I would rather try something new and have it fail then do something over for the 100th yeah. time. And guess what, bro? What, what else did we say on this show, bro? They took a clip from it this week. I said, bro, what happened to NWO? They ran it in the ground when it didn't meet anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, now all of a sudden, Jay Us- <laughs> the Jim- Jimmy's reason for laying out his brother. Oh, really, bro? Like, oh, the- oh what-, what are you telling me? They jumped the shark? Really, bro? How long did I say, bro? Dragging it out, dragging it out, dragging it out. My God, if Paul Heyman says they're in the bottom of the third, mm-hmm. I-, I hate to see what the top of the fourth looks like. <laughs> And that's coming from a baseball enthusiast, ladies and gentlemen. So, indeed, uh, we got Gunther cutting a promo with Imperium, getting interrupted by the Alpha Academy. And then uh, this leads to a couple of matches. This leads to Chad Gable defeating Giovanni Vinci and Gunther defeating Otis Vince. Who who cares, bro? Gee whiz. We're cheering Clark Gable because of his shoosh. Come on, bro. <laughs> like, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Will you? And then what? Gable's gonna beat Gunther, bro. Do it. Let let Gable upset Gunther so we can completely kill Gunther. Do yeah. it. Do it, bro. Do it. You know, it's funny because you you were talking about that. I was like, why not? You know, he like go with it. Put the belt on on Gable. Why not, man? It would be some fun. I, I interviewed him. I interviewed the uh, Alpha Academy at uh, Somerset. Really nice, really nice guys. For Otis is. I mean, you've worked with Otis before. I mean, uh, and you know, he's he's. I know. No, I never worked with him before. You, you I, he is from it. here. Yeah, yeah he is. He is from Colorado, bro. So no, I love. I love the he's dude. Funny man. He's, yeah. he's a Funny dude. Like a, like a genuine funny dude, and like. It's just like it's unfortunate that he's kind of being the fodder right now for Chad Gable, just for Chad Gable to lose to Gunther. 
And it's like, man, like he could be utilized in a much better spot than that. You know, I mean, he's lost against Ludwig Kaiser and Gunther in consecutive weeks just to make Chad Gable look better for him to lose. You know what I mean? So that how to at the end of the day, how does that really help the Alpha Academy right now? I don't think it does much for them. It's so. just it, it's all just so old and tired, bro. It's like my God, it's I I I, I don't know, bro. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, or you, you know, know it's like my 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 um my daughter, bro, is a big Springsteen fan, and she okay. just went to see him at Wrigley. Okay, right. over the weekend. God, I would have killed to be there, bro. The bad boy's probably awesome. But here's my point. Bro, this is like Bruce Springsteen. You go into a Bruce Springsteen concert and him playing the same exact set for the last 40 years. Mm. Literally, that, that, that's what this is like. We, we know what Gable's going to do. We know we're going to get a shoosh. We know we're going to get a worm. We know we're going to get a Vegas. What do you want to talk about? We, you, you know you're going to get Seth Rollins looking like a cross-dresser. You, you, every single week, it's just, it, it's, 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 bro, it's like, you know, you know, Chris, it's like, you know, any any rock concert, man, when Fleetwood Mac goes to town, they play the same show at every venue they go to. The problem is it isn't televised every week. That's true. Because if it was televised every week, I'd be sitting there and I'd say, didn't you guys play the same exact set last week? Yeah. And here's the thing to your point, And I think it there's a couple things there because there's fanatics. There's Fleetwood Mac fanatics, right? There's Bruce Springsteen fanatics that would literally watch every single week because they're fanatics. But here's the thing. Repetition isn't always bad if what's being repeated is good. You know what I mean? Great point, and, Chris. And, yeah, and I think and that's where the problem comes in. Great point. What's being repeated every week isn't good. Yeah. And, and I would I don't think the critique that we give would be as um, as critical if what is being repeated is good and engaging and worth watching you know what i mean so yeah, i, think I mean perfect ca case in point we we've we've got next you know mcintyre and riddle bro mm -hmm. all you did was replace Ma orton with mcintyre sure. and that's sure. all you did and bro orton and riddle were together three years ago chris yeah, yeah. that's mm -hmm. all you did we took one guy out we plugged another guy in yeah. Do you think that there's something do you think that there's something to Drew McIntyre continuing to like about to say something and he gets interrupted by Riddle? Is that a is that like a moment to just blow his gasket type of no. deal because he's tired of it? No. Nothing? You don't think Absolutely. nothing's coming out of that? Absolutely not. Mm. So i I think something may. I think something may come out of it. Um you know, next week they go against the New Day. Do you think that uh, this is a Drew turn, or do you think nothing's like it's nothing? I think absolutely nothing. Wow, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just, this just seems so contrived to me. Like, it just seems like, it It just seems like Drew's going to turn. I just, I just don't see this going far at all like and, this, oh, and bro even if he turns why is he gonna turn because riddle's a clown 
Okay, there, there, there's there's your story. I'm trying to be serious, and you're a clown. There's your story, bro. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's, and again, it's not, it's not moving the needle to, and, and it's not leading us to some somewhere from a psychological standpoint. Uh, anticipation uh, towards something increases levels of dopamine. All right, so if it's just stagnant and it's not really progressive that's not really that's not a really good way to give provide dopamine to, to people which dopamine uh is is responsible for uh motivation joy excitement things like that and so if you give us something to anticipate the level of excitement will increase but the problem is you give us the same type of bad repetition again again repetition isn't always good if being if what's being repeated i mean it's not always bad if what's being repeated is good but you give it the same mundane type of repetition and you don't give us something to look forward to right. by promoting the pay-per-view early like it used to be at least we're heading towards something like we've got the uh india event coming up we got payback coming up Neither of those were mentioned today, and we're just weeks away from a big, you know, uh, event in India. You got a huge event. Why not make it big and prom- and use these three-hour shows to promote stuff like that? It just I, I don't understand. For the life of me, Vince, I don't understand why they don't utilize this time to start promoting their next event. Man. I would what love- these shows are for. I would love to know where this company would be if this show were actually good. <laughs> Man, I imagine, you know, consistent ratings over two. I mean, they struggle to give one, one sevens and one eights every, every week. You know what I mean? And it's like, I mean, that's, that's a one eight in 1998. <laughs> that would be unheard of. Vince. absolutely unheard of. Um, and then you have like, like payback is, is, is a big thing. You know, it's, it's, it's a big thing. I know that the India show, I think it's um the superstar spectacle. I don't th- think it's on Peacock, but I mean it it may. It may. I know that they I know that someone I know that I think socials they they said something about it. Um uh, but I I'm not sure if it's on Peacock um yet. But at the same time they they still do have payback coming up. So still makes no sense to me why they're not promoting that stuff. We have uh Drew and Matt Riddle defeating the Viking Raiders, and then they get confronted by the New Day, um, uh, and then that's that's it. You got two baby faces going against each other next week. That's the reason why I think that Drew's going to turn, man. Because if I don't know, it's just we'll see. We'll see what happens. At least at least that's something to anticipate uh, for next week. Is Drew going to turn? We get an Indy Hartwell, so uh, in uh, we we got we got uh, India's Prince, the Prince of India, Riju, saying that it's not televised anywhere. It's a four thousand capacity event. Oh, that's a, a small, a small, uh, small event then. Um, but we do have payback coming up in, in early September, though. Um, we got Rhea, Indy Hartwell. They gave her a promo, so she was doing some backstage stuff with. Uh, yeah, in previous weeks, and they give her a prono now. 
And so now she's bro, doing, this is what she's doing, bro. Yeah, she's doing some shoulder shrugs, man. She's bro, she's the listen, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. All three of you ladies should not be on primetime television. I, I am sorry, bro. Get hire an acting coach, mm. producers, make them do reps and reps and reps and reps till they're TV ready. If it's not good enough, don't air it make them have to work the the, these are high school actresses at best bro at best all three of them sad man sad um so payback is september the second so that is in two and a half about two and a half weeks from now (laughs) so it's like you've got a you've got a ple coming up vince in two and a half weeks, they don't and there's not been one match booked for. Bro, the sure. stock price was just at an all-time high at one fourteen a share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think the WWE is really. I mean, business-wise, WWE's killing it. They're they're able to um, really use the uh, the 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 digital influence to really help their brand. I don't, you know, it's not about, I don't think that WWE itself from a old school, I mean, from, from a traditional weekly formatted television is causing all of this success. It's certainly the partnership with Endeavor. It's certainly the digital influence and the international influence that they didn't have 20 years ago. You know, they would have some UK events 20 years ago, but the, there's an India influence, there's a Saudi influence now. So business-wise and these partnerships and linking up to this thing, especially with Endeavor, that is causing, you know, uh, those 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 shares to be higher because Endeavor is so successful. And the UFC is, you know, under that umbrella too. But do you, how, how much do you ride on those coattails to the point of, you don't even spend so much time to aggressively uh, make for a good product anymore. How much do you ride on those coattails? Bro, look what they did here. Just so you guys, just so you understand with Rackle, LaRue, and Indy. Just so you understand. So, Raquel Rodriguez gets hurt. Yeah. So, all of a sudden, she can't wrestle. Okay, bro. So, out of nowhere... Oh, she's friends with Francis LaRue and Indy. Oh, she's friends. With, oh, okay. Okay. She's friends with him. Oh, okay. So now Rhea Ripley is going to go through the friends yeah. because Raquel Rodriguez is hurt. So that was the whole point of doing the Francis LaRue gimmick at the end because next week you're going to get LaRue against Rhea Ripley. I, I mean, it is so, bro, literally, I, my, my granddaughter, Amelia, bro, is, is four years old. If, if I gave her a box of crayons, she could write this show. Mm. That, that's, how, that's how simplistic this is. Yeah, yeah. Very predictable. And again, predictable isn't a bad thing if there's intrigue with it. But at the same time, if it's just this mundane, redundant predictability, it's nauseating. And and that's what we see every week. Uh, We have uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Bro, bro, can I talk about this for a second? It's time for Joey. 
bring him in. Give me, yeah. give me a breather. Bring Joey in. Bring yeah, yeah. Joey. Come in. on, it's been a while. Come on, Joey. Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. Give me a toots too for some inspiration. Just oh, me, yes. We'll throw toots up there for five oh, seconds. Toots, man. Yeah, yeah, I got I gotta get inspiration. Absolutely, man. Wait, toots, come on, wake up, man. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, toots. Yeah, man. Take it. Yes, yes, indeed. Okay. All right. Let me get to my point now. <laughs> all right. So first of all, bro. Okay, forget. Seth is wearing see-through clothing. All right, let, let, let's forget that for a while. Okay, bro. Let, let's let's just back up for a second, guys, because he, he he here's the different here's the simple difference between the attitude era and this whatever this is today. So at the end of last week's turn, Nakamura lays out Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now Seth comes out half dressed as a woman dancing and singing not not mad at nakamura at all for the turn oh. he's dancing and singing but here's the thing chris mm -hmm. this is what i can't stand this guy laid you out last week yep i would assume you're go you'd be going to the ring to get some now chris if you're going to the ring to get some are you gonna wear a pair of glasses <laughs> Here's what should have happened because he's such an ASS clown. Okay. When he got in there cross-dressing and, and, and literally wearing glasses, here's what the angle should have been, bro. Here's what the angle should have been. Nakamura should have hauled off and punched them right in the freaking glasses. They should have got candy glasses, bro, because that, that breaks on impact. They should have had him kick Seth. Those glasses splatter. Seth is on the mat selling, bro. They did it with me, bro. Seth is on the mat selling, bro. The, the trainer runs out. You squeeze the, the red liquid in the white towel. Now you've got something. But, but no, bro. This dude's going to cosplay, and he's going to wear a pair of glasses into the ring, and the guy that laid him out last week is standing there. See, yeah. that that's not wrestling, bro. That's cosplay. That's make-believe because nobody – Nobody in their right mind would ever do that. Yeah. And just like all kinds of logic, Shinsuke Nakamura was like, uh, well, the reason why I gave you a Kinshasa last week is because I want to be world champion. Well, that makes sense because everybody wants to be world champion. Right. So Seth is like, well, I don't really care about how you did it. I, the only thing you had to do was his ask. Just shake my hand. Wait a minute. What do, you, what do you mean? Shake my hand. Like that doesn't help his case of being a tough guy. If he's like, yeah, I just got need in the face last week and I'm coming out this week and saying, Oh, you only, all you ought to do is just shake my hand. That's Bro, like, real simple. Ask. Put, put Randy Savage in that spot. Real mm -hmm. simple. Put Randy Savage in the Seth Rollins spot. Somebody laid him out the week before and Randy Savage is going out to the yeah. ring the next week to shake his hand. Yeah. What 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 world would that ever happen in? Yeah, yeah. It, it was just a bad segment altogether. I don't think it, you know, 
it, it just would have made sense if if Seth would have just came out, you know, ready for war, man. And but Shinsuke Nakamura, as you know, all of a sudden Seth expected him to uh, just shake his hand and everything and be okay. Then he whispered something. What is he? What did he whisper to Seth Rollins? I I don't know, bro, because whatever he whispered to Seth Rollins, like you know, after I beat you, I'm going to take your wife. Whatever he said, but I just love the fact. Then Rollins had to take off the glasses because now Nakamura is going to kick me. Oh my god! Yeah. It's he was, he was spooked. So give me a <sighs> sound clip of what Shinsuke Nakamura said to Seth Rollins when he whispered to him. What's I think he. I think. I think he told him, "When I'm done with you, I'm taking your wife and child." What sound clip? You, you got. You got your. Uh, you got your big pull of sound clips you got your big bundle sound oh clips. you're asking me okay he, 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 yeah. here's what, what you're saying? asking me let, let, let me clarify the question yes this is this is what shinsuke nakamura said to Seth. you are asking me yeah how would i describe this moment between shinsuke and that's what you're asking me no i'm asking you what did shinsuke say when he whispered to seth rollins what did he say I think this is what he said. He he said one of either one of two things. Okay. We're going to let the people choose either A or B. You guys choose. A or B. A or he B. He said one of two things. Here's A. Okay. Here's A. This is Let's the first clear. thing Nakamura might have said. You ready? This is clear, SK Nation. This is A. This is A, guys. Hold on. Let me put my comments on so I can see how they vote. Okay. This is A. You ready? Yep. Oh, special Iron Man matches ever had that's ever been. Okay. That's <laughs> oh, A. Oh. Hold on, man. That's one of those. Oh, wow. He takes That's it. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. Here is B. Okay. This is B. This is the second choice. Here we go. That shit that he does, I mean, with the hands in the pants, I mean, that is great stuff. A or B. <laughs> that was good. Very nice. Very nice. A or B, guys. What was it? A or B. Uh, people saying A, people saying B. Yeah. Oh wow, bro! Back and forth. Could it could have been either one? Yeah, split up. All right, we get we got B for the lead. So okay, yeah. Uh Oh, bro. Wait a minute. Uh Oh, Nathan back. B. B. I think B's over, bro. Yeah, I think I think B. I think B for the win. That's what. (laughs) Bro, you know too. You know either one or two things is gonna happen. They're never going to tell us what he said, A, or B, it's going to be the lamest thing yes. like in the entire world. Bro. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, uh, just something super duper lame that has nothing to do with anything. Uh, we have uh, the Miz cutting a backstage interview about the uh, about LA Knight. But, uh, Hold on, man. They may be a C. Oh, there may be a C. Okay, maybe. C. Are you ready for a C? Let's do, it. Let's do it. It might not be C because it wasn't that long, but it could have been C. Okay, hold on. That was absolute crap. I never wanted to be in this. Uh, I never wanted to be here. That would have been a long monologue, though. Right? Yeah. Okay. I right, forget it. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Too, <laughs> too long. C's too long. Never mind. All right. Go ahead, Chris. What yes. are we? What are we talking about now? Uh, Miz cutting a backstage promo about LA Knights. I would love to know. I'm, I mean, I, I'm assuming something happened, and that's why LA Knight was not on the show. I'm assuming. 
I don't know why he would not be on this show. Uh, I just think that they're trying to bring people over to SmackDown, man. But uh, which doesn't make sense because about a half million people watch SmackDown more than Raw. So if anything, they need to be be bringing people over to Raw from SmackDown. So yeah, I mean, I just uh, they're trying to do the brand. They're trying to keep the brand split, but not really because. They're doing a brand split, but you have LA Knight on Raw last week. You have people just coming from show to show. You have Dominic on NXT winning the NXT championship, bringing the NXT championship on to Raw. So this is just a big bunch of mess, man. Absolutely, absolute mess. Now, how much did Vince? I know that Vince doesn't have a lot of say, at least what they say that Vince doesn't have a lot of say as much as he used to like who comes up with the final approval for the script I still think it's Vince bro still think it's Vince absolutely I do absolutely I do what do you think about uh the the latest and well I I imagine we will talk about this more um because it is a buzzing topic as far as Triple H, man, uh, he, he's not going to be on the board of directors uh, anymore. What do you think? What do you think about that, bro? That that uh, what's the, what's the dude's name with um Ari Emanuel? He made it clear <laughs> he got in business with Vince McMahon. That's true. He, he made that absolutely clear, man. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I told you before uh, when I looked at uh, the corporate sites uh, around the merge. Um, they 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 have the um the the chain of command basically they had, they had the uh, had the list of like the executive staff and uh no it wasn't uh Nick Kyle was there but uh not not Triple H yeah. so yeah. yep <laughs> we shall see uh how that affects uh, anything i don't think it will affect anything because Triple H is getting paid still but i imagine it is a bit of an ego blow Especially since be- when it was still a family company, you know, you were basically heir apparent to, yeah. to, you know, take over. And now he's on the, you know, on the food chain, he's getting lower and lower. So has to be an ego blow. Yeah. Uh, we have Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Bro, I swear to God. I, I, listen, Chris, a couple of times I switched over to baseball, but I, I, I watched a good amount of this show. Mm-hmm. This was real kabuki-ish to me. Yep. It seemed like throughout the show, they did not promote this match at all. Four bro, months, like I, bro, I swear to God, when Trish came down the 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 aisle, I had forgotten all about this match, yeah. and I'm like, this this should have been the opening. I mean, bro, they like for whatever reason they no soul this match. This should have been a huge part of the show. I wonder if they're trying to get back at Becky because have you noticed like, cause uh, uh, triple H at the, at the presser, he said something about like turning lemons into lemonade or something like that. I forgot. And, and last week when Becky Lynch yeah. did the announcer, she drank the lemonade and did the spit gimmick like triple H did with the water. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people don't notice, didn't notice that, but that's what she did. That was kind of like a, you know, up yours, you know, the triple H. 
And then she comes out with the lemon T-shirt, you know, this week. So she's even more doing an up yours, you know, to, to Triple H. Knowing the WWE, you know, based on, you know, many people I know the WWE and you you being there for, for years. If, if if someone does that and, and just kind of make it their own gimmick and gives an up yours to like someone on in the pecking order like Triple H, how do they usually respond to stuff like that? Bro, you know what really makes it interesting? A, a, a level above that. How many times, bro, do we see relationships between wrestlers go by the wayside in professional wrestling? Because look, look at what you've got here. You've got the husband who apparently is the golden child. Mm -hmm. And you know Seth is loving being the main guy and having that belt and this and that. And he's married to a woman who doesn't appear to be very happy with the company. Think about that, Seth. Yeah, think, yeah. I mean, think about that, Chris. Think about being in that relationship where, honey, keep your mouth shut. They're pushing me to the moon and I'm making a lot of money. Keep my mouth shut. I gave my blood, sweat, and tears to this company. I came back, you know, after being pregnant. But think about that. Yep. And, bro, here's the sad thing. Bro, when they see something like that, they set the fire underneath it, bro. That's what they do. I, I've been saying for the longest time, bro, ever since Becky had that child, I feel that's where she wants to be. I, 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 I really do, bro. I really, really feel that way. Some of the things she said, some, some interviews she's given. I read a lot about how you know they, they bring their, uh, they, they bring the baby with them to Raw, and they're trying mm -hmm. to watch the kid during the show. Bro, that's tough on a woman, man. It, it, it it's very different, you know, because you know the, 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 the man, you know, that's the breadwinner and that's the guy going out and supporting the wife and the kids and you know the mother is the nurturing end of the relationship but while she's still she's still having that she's still trying to have a career and bro the wwe could care less if she's got a kid or not mm -hmm. they're going to put the same demands on her that they would put on on a, a single female wrestler sure. they could care less yeah Bro, that's very difficult. That's very, very difficult, bro. Yeah, it, it seems like the passion that she has for the business or had for the business has definitely been shifted to her child now. And, and rightfully so. It know, should be. So it well. should be. Look, as a father of three, I totally co-sign and endorse that passion being shifted over. For sure, without a doubt. Yep, so. Absolutely, man. Yep, absolutely. But yeah, they did not billboard this at all, bro. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I think, I mean, like, this is supposed to be four-month build, and you're doing all this to have just some random match in Winnipeg. But at the same time, this, the, the, the it looks like the, the culmination of this is, the steel cage match which i mean it's still a raw it's not like why not i think they should do the steel cage match at payback you know just to have that type of 
culmination feel for it, but people have been long gone disinterested in this feud, you know, really since the beginning, but it's getting more and more draggy. It's It's been over four months long now, yeah. and people are just like, move on already. Yeah. And, I, you know, I don't, I don't blame her for that. Yeah. You have uh, uh, Imperium uh, discuss their future, and then uh, you have Cody Rhodes defeating Finn Balor at the end uh, to close the show. Uh, we have uh, Rhodes and Balor. So, so they attacked. They're attacked by Judgment Day. I mean, Rhodes and uh, Zayn. They're they're attacked by Judgment Day. Uh, JD McDonough comes in and 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 assists, and then Jay, uh Ballard gives uh, Rollins another coup de gras, and Judgment Day has their moment again, man. Bro, the, bro, see that's the thing, Chris. Here's what they don't understand. Judgment Day starts this night by cutting a promo of, you know, Finn should have been beat Seth Rollins. You know, the, the, this one should have beat that one. This one, you know, they're talking about all the Judgment Day losses. That's what they were talking about in the opening segment. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So what happens, bro? We go to the main event, they lose again. Bro, there is no heat in them getting heat after they lose. Right. There's no heat in that. The heat is them having all the belts. Yeah. That is the yep. heat. When they say we run this place, bro, if you're if you're a heel and you're say you're saying you're, you're gloating, you run this place. You need to have the belts. You need to win your matches. Yeah. But what they do, bro, is they beat them week after week after week, and they think if they get heat after the match, that's gonna that that's gonna get them heat. No, it's not, bro. Right. Because they're heels saying they're gonna win, and they lose. So yeah. what are they, bro? They're losers. Yeah. True. Especially for heels. Heels was able to make you hate them because they were beating the people you love. Yes, exactly, bro. Exactly. And being a heel is, oh, bro, somebody's got to get the belt off this exactly. dude. That's yeah. being a heel. Yeah. They lose every match, bro. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah, you're annoying, but you're not intimidating. No, not at all, man. Not at all. You yeah. know, and then the last and bro, they they went home way too early, yeah. way too early. Because then the last shot you got is Finn Balor sitting on Cody, and I'm like, bro, he just beat you. <laughs> like you, you can sit on it for the next three hours, bro. He just pinned you one, two, three. <laughs> Give me just, a good, uh, a good chest press right now. Oh my god, bro! It just it doesn't make any sense, yeah. man. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I, and the fact that you don't you don't want to see the heels win is what gives them the heat. Yeah, I mean, like that's just yes. booking one hundred and one, man. So. Speaking of book you want to run, this guy right here is the writer of writers, the former WCW World Heavyweight Champion. Let them know what to expect on the brand, my man. Uh, yes, guys. Everything is Russo'sBrand.com, man. We got great people on there, bro. I always forget Stevie Richards, Stevie Ray from Harlem Heat, Disco Inferno, EC3. 
just incredible. I, I mean, you name it, bro. We got so many people on that station. You get a lot of different shows, a lot of different looks. We haven't raised the price in freaking 10 years, bro. Check it out, Russo'sBrand.com. Nice. I heard that um, Omos is going to join the brand. He's bro, is he, is he on TV at all? No, he was a free agent. He came uh, on SummerSlam for the for the Battle Royal, and that's legitimately all we've seen of. What about Jinder and the boys? Have have we had a sighting? (laughs) Nothing. No, no vignettes. How how does that happen, man? How does that happen, bro? If I started with a talent, bias too. Yeah, if if I Elias too, if I started with a talent and they were on TV and then they just faded, that's my failure. Yeah, I, that is said. my perfectly failure one hundred percent. Yes, yes, one hundred percent agree with that. It's just why in the world, like, how in the world does that help your product? If you're trying, like, okay, well, we're going to expose you to this. That's like. That's like Walmart uh, bringing a new item and promoting it and pulling it off the shelf. Yeah. Okay, well, you got that. Oh, no, let's pull it off the shelf. Oh, yeah. let's introduce you to this item. Oh, let's just pull it yeah. off the shelf. Like how legitimate, how legitimate or, or, or how has that helped their branding if they become notorious for introducing their consumers to an item and then within weeks pulling it off the shelf? That's inconsistent branding. Your brand manager should be highly reviewed and evaluated because you keep putting something on the shelf and pulling it off within a few weeks. That's bad business, man. Across the board, that's bad business. So that's what the WWE does all the time. All the time, bro. And and like I said, man, the number one most important thing to getting anybody over is they have to have exposure every single week. Got that it. is the number one most important thing, bro. Number one. Yep. Speaking of number one, this guy, this is the number one raw uh, review in the land, ladies and gentlemen. And this guy is the person who defeated Ric Flair. Hold on. I got a comment on this. Bro. Yeah. Well, what I you signed got? up. For Vince's subscri- subscription, not worth it. The guys he have on at C plus bat C C plus uh at best. You know what, bro? Hold on, I got a message from somebody that's on one of my shows, bro. Mm, yes, indeed. if he ever runs into this guy in the street, bro. Hold on, man. Where is it? I gotta see my hold on, man. If he ever runs into this guy on the street, here's his his C plus talent, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tonight is going to be on like a steaming pot of neck bones. You know, he's just a WWE Hall of Famer, you know, yeah. but who's uh, he's just a, yeah, right. Exactly. Stevie Rich has just wrestled for the three biggest companies in the, uh, you know, di- di- this disco was, uh, yeah, wrote for WCW. Yeah. Disco yeah. wrestled for WCW for over a decade. Yeah. They're just yeah. C plus yeah. players. Bro. Right. Yeah. Former T- TV champion. EC3, the next NWA world. Yes, indeed. C plus yes, indeed. Former, former TNA world heavyweight champion. Right? Yes. So. Yes. You know, see a bunch of C plus players going on. So C plus. 
Indeed, Somebody just said I didn't have enough class to wish Hulk Hogan a happy 70th birthday. Bro, people, mm-hmm. people, people, people have screws loose, man. Like, seriously. Like, I don't, I don't want, I, no, bro, I didn't. You no. know why? I wanted Hulk, Chris, to have a horrible, yes, horrible yes. 70th birthday, oh, bro. The worst 70th. The worst, man. I wanted everybody to forget it, bro. Yes. Like oh, I wish my. you had boils and couldn't even yes. out because you I have- wish your birthday cake poisoned you. Yes, bro. yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh you know, my god, uh, bro! Please, there's um, pro wrestling fans is just a it's just a really eccentric breed, man. It's, they're it's unbelievable, really, bro. Really, Un- unbelievable. And stuff I, like really, that, man. It's just, I think I find it absolutely hilarious, man. Like, and again, and again, man, when people say stuff, uh, you know, and, and comment about me, I'm like, man, that makes me over because like you spent the time to watch the show that you don't like. You don't, you don't like me, but you watch this show every week and you comment it knowing that you don't watch me unbelievable but you still comedy watch Woo! <laughs> guess what the more you watch the more we get the money yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> vince russo dr chris this is the legion of raw have a good night everybody solo